1: just get caught into old habits of doing the same old thing, switching the TV on, watching the same old show. Make it your daily intention to be a great spouse.
0: Australian relationships have placed an unfamiliar foe with the fear of COVID, the restrictions and the uncertainty. Today's guest is Joanne Wilson, relationship expert and neuropsychotherapist from the Sunshine Coast, who has a passion for teaching couples how to transform their lives and reclaim happiness. We'll be discussing how to survive the pandemic and come out stronger together. That's Joanne Wilson with myself, Brett Ryan, the folks on the family, Australia. And special thanks to Sold FM for recording our guest side of the conversation. Well, welcome back, Joanne.
1: Wow, this is so great to join you again. I love talking to you, Brett.
0: Uh, well, it's a pleasure, and we really appreciate you giving of your time because you've been so busy. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in your own world and your professional world at this time.
1: Oh, thanks, Brett. Well, yes, I have a private counselling practice, which as many practitioners in mental health do, they operate online. So that's been uh, increased, obviously, during the last few years. But in conjunction with that, there just seems such a need. There's a huge wait list of people that either can't get in to see a health practitioner, they're struggling in their relationship. So I have been busy behind the scenes transferring a lot of my content online. So I've been running some online mini courses. So it's literally wanting to spread the love because I can't possibly see everyone in my counselling room and wanting to create something that could be... Enjoyed by the greater community. And it's based on, you know, decades of working with couples and not just me being married, but seeing the main pain points in the counseling room, as well as my continual research. So that's been great. And then I did a recharge, which was a 10 day recharge. So I really put the pressure on people to turn up every day and listen to me for a few minutes each day online. And that was in a Facebook group, and they have a membership site. So that was such great feedback. That was really oh, that's exciting. Fantastic. And I'm absolutely delighted in seeing the change with people. So one couple even said, Oh my gosh, it feels like we're back in our honeymoon stage. I went, Whoa, <laughs> that's exciting! Oh,
0: That's excellent. And we, yes. folks on the family, are really proud to partner along with you because we're all about healthy families and healthy relationships. But we've seen the pandemic and it doesn't have to be the pandemic that causes strain on relationships, but we have seen the impact that the pandemic has had on our mental health and the strain on relationships. So what are you seeing?
1: Yeah, I look at the human condition and it's made me realise how much we thrive on certainty and hope. And when, you know, you have these years, extended lockdowns, frequent lockdowns in and out, people losing jobs, you know, so much change that we can't control. And when we're not in control, we're often not the best versions of ourselves. And so that heightens our stress response. And when you've got a bunch of people running around with high cortisol levels, it's not necessarily going to translate well to their intimate relationships. And so that's why I really noticed the microscope on on couples, the pressure that that's put couples under and it's those ones that were possibly buckling beforehand that really tipped them over the edge. They're the ones that haven't been able to, to hold it together but, you know, I wouldn't have a job if people like them didn't turn up in the counselling room and want to reverse that. So, sometimes I've already separated and they think, okay, we've got children. We really want to give this a go. And so, that's a huge motivator. Yeah. And I will blatantly remind them that your children didn't ask for this and they would love for you to all be at the same table if it can be a calm and potentially happy environment again. So, that's what we're working towards. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I often speak to couples and say to them, you know, have you done everything humanly possible to restore the relationship? Have you done everything and reflect upon yourself about what you have contributed to the disintegration of the relationship? Because even if you don't ask it, your children may ask it in the future. And if they can say we've done everything humanly possible, that's great, but it's great and encouraging that you're seeing people doing everything they can, even if they've separated to actually make that effort to try and restore what the enemy has taken away their joy, taken away their mm. uh, their connectedness, their intimacy, both physical and relational and emotional intimacy. How has the pandemic, you said before that, you know, if there was already cracks, if there was already some strain already, the pandemic has really opened that up.
1: It has, yeah. And oh, I just love what you said before, Brett, that all you could ask is that you give yourself that peace, that you gave it your all. I think- You know, moving forward, the couples that have been under stress, the ones that do flourish are the ones that anticipate adversity. A great life for everyone is expecting the good and bad times. And I think I love that concept of realizing that there is comparison, unless we've got those bad times that then heighten our joy when things are going great, when your relationship is flourishing, that you've journeyed through. You know, conflict and learning new skills together, they're the ones that do well. So I think the main thing there is that you anticipate adversity. You know, I love reminding that to the, the poor pre marriage couples that come into my office. They get a bit of a, a can of hardened up
0: <laughs> to go no, I You can't, don't know just our so you know. love, Joe. You don't know our love. We're <laughs> never going to fight. We always see each other's point of view and we always agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And that's wonderful. (laughs) Use that as your foundation. But just so you know, you might cop some curveballs. So as well, the couples that flourish are the ones that cross over. They anticipate that their partner might be having a bad day. So what they do is they have 15-minute catch-ups each day to say, check in, how are you? What's going on for you? Because, you know, I don't know, some research I remember reading was, you know, most parents have a – even if they can get a six-minute crossover to have a chat without interruption – It's quite a big feat. You know, it's just such a beautiful, simple concept. Please set aside 15 minutes without a screen, without a child, without anything. Um, Even if you're working apart, just, you know, on the phone together to do a how are you going? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's such a simple thing to do, but the benefits, and we often talk about the one percenters, those one percenters can make all the difference, and Mm. connecting with one another and seeing how they're going through the good and the not so good, and just to know where they're coming from. And and if you're working away from home, I used to do this with Kate, um, you know, I'd be ringing, I'm just leaving now- how things going and then she be able to give me the pre-warning <laughs> about what life was like <laughs> in the household at the time and then I'd be prepared or I might be able to say the same thing. I might be say, oh, gee, I had a really bad day. I just need a, a few minutes just to decompress but when I come home, I want to be fully there for you emotionally, physically, uh, relationally and just spend some time with you for you to download to me and for me to download to you and just to oh, check in with gift. one another. Oh, what a gift. That
1: is so beautiful. You're a great mentor for others. That's such a wonderful message. And I I say that, you know, be self-aware. It's okay to have a bad day and be in a bad mood and phone ahead. And at least your partner can say, okay, I'm going to step away from the husband or run him a bath or for her or whatever you need. But just allow them that space either just on their own, even when they get home, and just let them be, you know, grumpy for a bit. Because... That's life. (laughs) It's normal. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, some terrible things happen. And a lot of guys, you know, women will tell me that I had to sack someone today and I don't want to have to go into the house and have to relive that and talk about their day because often a female will want to unwind with their words and we want to be part Mm. of a man's inner world. And I think I've had to learn that too as a wife, that a guy often doesn't want to go back there again. So just let him be and let him just be in the moment and just chill out and channel surf for a bit or go outside on
0: his own well we are so different we are so different here. and many people sort of take offence to this you know like men have this ability not all men and, and not all women are the same you know we can generalise but you know men have those boxes or so those little compartments that we can actually say hey that's it and I can put that on the shelf and I can move on whereas women yeah. tend to think about things but then there's other men and I'm one of those guys that I think about things and it might be in the middle of the night and and I have to download that with my wife you know to say, mm. "Hey, this is what's going on this is why it's affecting my Sleep. So, we're not meant to do things in isolation. You know, it's not like we have to do it ourselves. We need to bring our spouses along the journey.
1: Yeah. And you know what that reminded me of is that there's no such thing as a pink and a blue bucket. We definitely have stereotypical themes, but you know, there's some blokes that download with their words that can't compartmentalise like the average stereotypical guy. So I think just allow in your relationship the indigo, the violet, the different types of feminine and masculine behaviours because the more I'm a relationship counsellor, the more I realise that there are complete opposites and I absolutely love how we're created so uniquely and miraculously, you know, you wonder why... relationships (laughs) relationships <laughs> are troubled because we're so different. It's fascinating. Very much, so,
0: very much so. So let's get to some tips, very practical at the moment, about what you could do through these, you know, uncertainty, the pandemic or even just the lockdowns that we've been experiencing, how to come through the other side with your relationship, not only intact but thriving.
1: Yeah. Well, we've already talked about checking in with your alliance. So I strongly recommend yeah. 15 minutes a day. Where are you at? How can I help you? What's going on for you? um manage your stress response. So we talked about how uncertainty, high stress levels, you know, running around with cortisol and that is achieved through exercise, through meditative prayer, through whatever you do yourself. Yeah, research the best stress reliever for you mm-hmm. that ensures that you can overcome yeah, your natural, I guess, reaction to what is going out in the world. You know, be aware of misinformation. You know, sensationalization in the media is is often criticized and that's real. So, making sure that you look for credible sources to downregulate yeah. your stress response so that you do know what's going on based on clear facts. Yeah. Um, another one is a healthy and assertive approach to conflict. Like, that is where well, I spend most mean? of what my is, time. What does in the that mean? Room.
0: A healthy and assertive approach to conflict.
1: Yes, well, I think I've seen every single conflict dance there is in my time. (laughs) Maybe you might surprise me, but you've got the two withdrawers. You've got the pursuer and withdrawer. You've got the people that literally just avoid conflict at all costs. It is too scary. You've got the aggressors. So an assertive and healthy approach is all I could ever, ever ask of my clients is to deliver feedback in a non-blaming way and for it to be received that way is the greatest outcome because you are two people and you should be able to ask for whatever you need within reason. So, you know, move to the left, move to the right and delivering that in the most appropriate way. And again, the important thing is that your partner receives that way so they don't feel attacked or criticised. And so, oh my goodness, we could spend hours talking about that. So that's something that I've really tried to translate to my online courses is really understanding what you're doing now, analyse what your cycle is, look for themes like when, You hear something you don't like, do you attack your partner or do you just shut down? Do you attack and then shut down and don't speak for two days? What did your parents do? Have a look at, you know, the legacy because you'll often copy your relationship mentors, Mm -hmm. um, being your caregivers, not necessarily your parents but those people who showed you how to do relationships. So don't follow The same unhelpful patterns of the past is a big part of learning a new healthy
0: approach. Now, there would be some of the listeners that say, that's what I want, but it always comes out in a tone and it's received that I'm blaming them. So, can you give an example of what a non-blaming way can look like?
1: A non-blaming way is using your feeling words. So, I naturally would, as a human, want to tell my husband, you always, you never, clean up your clothes you always leave your towel on the floor a lot of global language and a lot of you so that's not what to do (laughs) so helpful non-blaming feedback is i feel frustrated i feel time poor i feel what is it that you feel you're going to help your partner hear you better if you can tell them what the impact of their behavior is so hit them where it is going to mean the most by using your feeling words they will understand you more so I usually use this basic model. So, I feel when blah, blah, the behavior. So, I would prefer it if. So, don't complain to your boss at work unless you've got a solution. It it translates exactly the same in your relationships at home. Offer a solution so that they can go, well, what else do you want me to do? What would you long for to happen about how the dishwasher is packed or how late your husband comes home or whatever it is, the toilet seat, anything, finances, children, (laughs) use that non-blaming feedback and take out the you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so just to re-emphasise, using the word I rather than mm. you because yes, that correct. puts the person in a defensive mode and the walls go up and no one hears. Or if your tone is going louder and louder and it's become more accusatory or more aggressive, then the other person is going to back off. And especially if you're more of the orator and more eloquent with your speech, the person who's a bit quiet or introverted may not be able able to get their message across so we need to be able to listen to what the other person has to say and not become defensive
1: and then defy all human nature and delve into that criticism or that feedback is what I'm coaching couples to do and I openly say who wants to hear more feedback about something you're doing wrong but that's what I'm constantly really pleading with people if you hear something that your partner's giving feedback about ask a question because usually that will trigger a full-blown argument you will spiral if you attack them back defend yourself straight away so as soon as you hear something you don't like do the opposite to what you really want to do (laughs) and as christians i think i try and do this all the time you know someone's upset me what do i want to do something horrible to them but i'll do the opposite (laughs) so i think it's the same thing what is the right thing to do is find out more your partner you've chosen this person but they are a mirror. To your soul and your behavior so mm. ask what the mirror is looking and what can they see and be open to it
0: yeah that's so good today's guest is joanne wilson relationship expert and neuropsychotherapist from the sunshine coast The Word for Today is Australia's most widely read daily devotional. Designed to give you practical teaching to keep you focused on your relationship with Jesus. Read it online or subscribe to the free printed edition at thewordfortoday.com.au Welcome back to Focus on the Family Australia. I'm Brett Ryan. Today's guest is Joanne Wilson, relationship expert and neuropsychotherapist from the Sunshine Coast. You mentioned earlier about the fact that we need about 15 minutes to check in with one another, but how else can we interact and create more positive interactions with our spouse?
1: I love, you know, just taking turns with making something happen, create memories together. And even if you're in lockdown, think of something fun, but take turns. Often the relational load might be left to the female, but, you know, do something different. Even if it's a little challenge in the backyard, like a healthy thing or cooking together, create those memories by weaving positivity into your day with, positive interaction. I think that's uh, something that we can just get caught into old habits of doing the same old thing, switching the TV on, watching the same old show. A lot of the couples I see are not even watching the same shows in the same room.
0: Yeah. But um,
1: make it your daily intention to be a great spouse, like wake up each day and say, I'm going to be better at this today. You might yeah. be awesome already, but you know, see what else you can come up with.
0: And often the, having that attitude of gratitude towards your spouse. I mean, our spouses can often be taken for granted, you know, and we don't show that appreciation that they need. And we might think it, but we don't actually show it or say it. So, yeah. being intentional is so vitally important.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: You mentioned earlier that I wish there were more mentors like you. So, we are one person. Kate and I can do things to help a few people, but there are many people that are available that we could, be mentored by, that have done the hard yards, they've gone ahead, they've made their mistakes, they can share their ups, their downs and what have you. So, what else can we do from learning from others or those who are more experienced?
1: Yeah, I've got a whole section in my book and, you know, mentors and I know that Focus on the Family are very much aligned with this. Like in life, why not find people who are doing it well and ask how they do it even you know in your job you know if there's someone who has a job that you long to get yeah. how did they get there if you have someone in a great relationship how do they maintain that how do they do that and that might not be your parents it could be an uncle it could be someone at your church but i think you've got to break down that fear of being rejected if you were to ask them can you please give us some tips about you know how you enjoy a great relationship there is nothing wrong with that yeah yeah So strongly encourage people who are struggling or just newly married to go and seek out those people, especially if you didn't have great relationship mentors because that's a real privilege. As a counsellor, when I get beautiful, humble young couples that come in and say, right, we didn't actually get the benefit of great mentors in our life. You know, we want to change this for our children and it's usually on behalf of their children. And that's so beautiful.
0: Yeah. So that could be the best takeaway from this program is just actually asking someone for a little bit of help and to hear their journey.
1: Yeah, which also leads me into another topic that is on the adverse side, that you can often look at couples and compare too much. We're all looking at reels on social media and every couple and person looks so happy in Yes. Amazing places, especially when you're in a lockdown or On fake <laughs> whatever book, situation you're in.
0: You see people living this great life. But we actually know couples that have had those images and they picture that everything's going well. But then we know behind the scenes that things aren't going as well as their image portrayed.
1: Yes, and they come into the counselling room and they say our friends would have no idea what's going on behind our fabulous lifestyle that we portray and they're very real about mm. that and I think it's nice for them just to come in and share it with a person. I think it's such a relief for them. So I think it's, yeah. you know, it's human nature To compare and contrast, you know, we are a broken, beautiful bunch of humans and I think, you know, I love this quote from one of the clinicians that I have been trained under (laughs) that he says, the nature state of the human primate is by default self-centered, selfish, impulsive, exploitive, opportunistic (laughs) and Continuously comparing and contrasting about this and that, which gives way to envy and jealousy. And I was like, oh my goodness, you're describing me. I might not think, (laughs) probably not that so aggressive, but a lot of those traits is my human nature of always thinking that everyone else has got it better than me. Everyone else's relationship is far better. And what they have or what they're enjoying in their season, I don't have. Um, And Mm. I think it's just good to to ground yourself and think, yeah, it might not be so good for the moment and and please celebrate them in their season of reefing, but a good life is one of comparison. So it might not be yours right now and don't think that everything is always amazing as it seems.
0: Yeah. And that's such an easy thing to say, but a lot hard to do because we do get into keeping up with the Joneses and and we see somebody else and we say, I want our relationship to like that. But it's good to have a target. It's good to have an aim. Yeah, But not everything is as it seems.
1: Yeah. That healthy balance is really tricky, isn't it? Yeah. To have goals, to want to achieve great things, to give your children better than what you had is usually, you know, the default for most parents. But yeah, not giving way to too much envy and jealousy Um, Mm. is also a tough one yeah so use uh, mentors enjoy their wisdom but as well yeah think about the reality that Every human Mm. is going through a challenging and troubling time at some stage, which also relates me to another tip for a great and dynamic relationship is together. Help others. Yeah. Being a mentor, but as well, like, you know, we're always talking here on Stop Radio about heading on to the local volunteering website and find something like be a cook, be a tour guide together, be a Meals on Wheels deliverer. Do anything that you can together because not only does neuroscience tell us that you – feel happier for doing that but I think God created us that way to be relational and care and nurture for others just simply makes you feel purposeful and extremely fulfilled and if you can do that as a couple wow even better
0: yeah, my son and daughter-in-law they've only been married for 3 years, but the number of people they're helping along their journey in practical terms yeah. but also in relational terms, it's actually solidified their relationship even further because they're outwardly focused mm. and they're always focusing on themselves. And I will add this extra one that my son and daughter-in-law have done. They've actually said they have a competition on who can outserve <laughs> the other spouse. <laughs> And I thought, you know that sounds like healthy competition to me, because you both win. You cannot lose if you're out serving your partner and saying, "How can I bring out the best in my spouse? That's what amazing. can I do to them out to actually make other. sure Yeah. <laughs> and so a healthy competition like that, you can both win.
1: So good. Now, this also makes me think about healthy boundaries. Great relationships also keep their couple bubble intact. So whilst you're serving others, I think this was a lesson for me when I first became married. I'd been single for a while. I was very outward focused in helping everybody. But then once I was in a couple relationship, I had to really transition to focusing on Ourselves And nurturing our relationship too So some couples I do come across Especially in ministry and in churches That they can often be amazing, incredible contributors But it can also undermine that they spend a little bit too much time doing that And not enough time nurturing their relationship So again, once again, get that healthy balance And make sure that you are checking in with each other's needs Because otherwise, particularly in ministry You will never ever finish there's never (laughs) there is so much to do out there so when you're serving make sure that you also have that fine balance as in life it's like with eating every single thing that healthy balance
0: so it's okay to say no is that what you're saying oh
1: yes and as christians i think we really struggle with that
0: yeah there are times when we can become so introspective and it's all about us and we need to. spend time together, but the ebbs and flows of life, it actually is good and healthy to actually have time together Mm. and enjoy each other's company and, and invest in each other's relationship, but it's also good to have a bit of a break from one another.
1: Oh, yes, that's right. I mean, like you run these retreats, focus on the family, and you've got these times that you really, really invest in time or, you know, couples retreats or holidays just together, but that's your foundation from which you can then individualistically, um, if that's a word, (laughs) individually, Mm -hmm. you can launch yourself to success because you know that home base is your safe place and that is where you know that you can come to for solace, for your beautiful place of rest and restoration with your partner. But then, yes, you need that time apart to to go and be the best that you can be. And I love that when you've got that great dynamic that you are a united force from which you can be reckoned with and glorifying God better than you ever would have alone. But you can still, yeah, enjoy the best version of you as an individual person. So great.
0: Yeah, very much so. A weird focus, unfortunately, during COVID and other restrictions, we haven't been able to run our retreats like we had planned or Mm. doing some face-to-face conferences. And we've gone digital. We've been in our Real Life, Real Love online marriage conference and a variety of things. But you've also done the same thing. So tell us a little bit about the Relationship Rejuvenator mini courses that you have available.
1: Yeah, well, just in summary, as I mentioned that translating what I'm doing in the counselling room was my biggest goal so that I could reach the greater community. And so I designed three mini courses. So Confident You is based on regaining self-worth and confidence so that you can then assertively ask for what you want in your relationships. Um, there's also the next one, which is Communicate for Love, which is where I spend most of my time in coaching people with great communication and conflict skills and then deeply connected for couples that are doing well but they seek a more intimate connection and there's some wonderful ideas there so yeah it's just wonderful because not everyone can get to the counselling room for all sorts of reasons they're too scared even so um, it's just a great place that I can join people and I also make it very personal that I join them on live webinars so then it's not doing it alone and they can it's self-paced if they need
0: to Well, thanks again for joining us, Joanne.
1: My pleasure. Great to talk to you as always.
0: Our guest today was Joanne Wilson, a relationship expert and neuropsychotherapist. Her website is relationshiprejuvenator.com. For more relationship resources, you go to our website at families.org.au. And thanks for joining us today. I'm Brett Ryan, inviting you to tune in next time to Focus on the Family Australia.